Hey, 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 it's MMA and Beyond. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for listening, everybody, and thank you again for your five-star ratings. The show keeps growing, and we're heard all around the world, Manimal. All All around around the the world, world, even in other dimensions, too. You know, I've been out and about lately, and uh, we've been getting good feedback from the other side also. Yeah, great like job. Great beyond. job, Steve. Right away. Right away. Right great away. job. I said, man, great job. He went right to the other dimension. Right? We have to, do I have to tell you what the definition of insanity is? <laughs> right I know you already know. I, I know it, and I'm experiencing it. Ray, we had a big weekend. We have a special guest. Oh, man. Very hey, excited. Yeah. First time. Very excited. I'll let you do the introduction. Well, Diana, so my experience of Diana. So we, uh, I, I had mentioned you to a few different people for work ethic in general. I said, listen, she's always here. I think I mentioned to you a couple yeah, times. I like, appreciate Dude, you're always here putting in that work. Uh, you had a fight scheduled for this weekend with mm-hmm. the rest of the team. What happened to your opponent? I don't know. Two days out of the fight, uh, I received a message from Ryan saying that my opponent is like nowhere to be found. She's not answering her coaches and she's not getting back to the like, athletic commission to clear her medicals. So, yeah, two days before my fight, she decided to ghost us and there you go. Did she have pro fights before the girl? Um, It was her pro debut. She, she had, had amateur, amateur fights. fights. And she got shook? Like, what do you, like, I've seen this happen before. Like, sometimes. I've never seen it happen. Like, I've seen it happen where, like, okay, a fighter pulls out because they got injured or they have a legitimate excuse, you know? And I understand that. Life happens, you know? But yeah, this, this was different. This, it's this, the ghost thing. Yeah, yeah she went she cold. Goes, like, like a, a manager She didn't even said try he, to fake an injury. I saw him for a second. She, the manager called, said he couldn't get in touch with her. She wasn't picking up the phone. So she was talking to nobody, you know? Mm-hmm. So that, that was a problem. But, uh, and how'd that feel? Diana I mean uh, but tell us like it was really frustrating because I felt like like really really ready I've had my best camp yet mm-hmm. in my whole career amateur and pro so I was really going in with a great mindset and I was just like I felt it like the Sunday before my fight uh, I was my last hard sparring and I was here sparring mm-hmm. with uh, Lauren and you know, after that, I was kind of talking to everybody, and I just felt like, okay, like this is it. Yeah, like, and I tell you, you did end. With, you really like, ended with great sparring. Yes, which so, was like, always a great way to like, end. If you're gonna end, off. right? So, and I, I will say to Diana's credit, man, she came down. She supported <clears> the team. She was in the locker room. You know, she was happy for everybody that won. You know, so just it, and it's hard when you 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 were let down, and there's not a reason. Not like. The girl got hurt. She was in a car accident. She right. ended up in jail. Got like all the other stuff. There. You, you yeah. Everyone, you know? you know. So it was uh, it was nice to see her come down and be upbeat and be supportive. And I think that goes to show you who she is. Just a genuinely nice person and Thank wants you, the best for everybody. You know, best no, for everybody. And we're happy to have you on, Diana K. Thank for you, anyone listening, is Diana K. on Instagram with two ends, Diana underscore K underscore on uh, Instagram. How do you pronounce your last name? Caravis. Caravis. And then, I mean, I don't, uh, I don't know if you want to go into a little bit like the sacrifice that has to be made when you have a full training camp, which is that's what people think like you, like the fight gets canceled. You don't get the fight. Like it's one day of work. It's not Uh one day of work. The fight is 12 weeks of work. Mm-hmm. And I saw you in the gym training. I know it's fucking tough to cut the weight. Yeah. And the sacrifices as far as, uh, 
well, I'll only speak for for myself, like not smoking weed to pass a drug test. Like yeah, all yeah. the things you have to give up. You can't have a drink. Of you course, can't. yeah. And that's like a sacrifice that I love doing. Like I don't mind sacrificing anything for this sport because I love it. But um, it's, it's frustrating because, you know, I was looking forward to fighting, you know, getting in the cage and um, – like even the anxiety and then the mixed feelings and the nerves, like I love all that. And, you know, like the fact that I didn't get to experience it, I was kind of upset too. Um, that's why I kind of like, that's why I stayed in the back in the locker room. Um, obviously I have like mere fear of missing out. So I was just like, I kind of want to stay in the back. <laughs> so, um, but I really just went in the back to kind of see like the atmosphere, like how, I, you know, because it's my first time in this camp and I'm like more than happy and with the training and you know the vibe in the gym so I kind of wanted to see how it's going to be in the locker room you know behind the scenes and it was it was amazing like I was just um I was kind of like going with the flow and everything like I was getting anxiety at some (coughs) points like watching them warm up and nervous and then I was happy and then you know when they walked out I was excited so it was a great experience but I was more frustrated um on my end because um I've like as soon as I signed the contract I was like okay this is it laser like tunnel vision like I start I start isolating myself and you know I start you know kind of not doing a lot of things that you know normal people do mm-hmm. and like the week of the fight i kind of get into the mindset where like okay i'm going to war this week and i'm mm-hmm. in a state that's of mind sure. you know and, and, and again that's that's the other thing is that what's unfortunate about this too is that this girl waited to the last couple of right. days yeah. had she have had reservations and said two weeks before would have given the promotion a, a chance to get a new opponent right but because of the 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 last minuteness of everything you know the fight's off you Was know it? what i mean so and it's and as a fighter you don't even want to do that to somebody even like yeah. if somebody gets hurt in here they don't you know they'd rather tell as tell you know the promotion as quick mm-hmm. as possible so that the person gets to fight well it's a, ca- it's yeah. a character issue yeah right it's a I, character I, issue I, so I that, that girl imagine. like you know just said what like whatever diana just said in the sacrifices it's more than just you're not showing up at the fight. You really screwed with somebody. And luckily, this you know it's the beginning, so it's not a financial thing. But you know, even think of the financial. If if it was you know there was a lot of money involved, that would be a, a major major letdown. Well, and it's a psychological thing for you to pay attention to, also, Diana. So mm-hmm. you pay attention and take note to this. So you you allow this its proper funeral in the sense that. Yeah. You don't get a PTSD your next camp thinking, oh, what if this person uh, pulls out? You look at it for the experience that it is. It's one person that has a character flaw for whatever reason. They oh, did. yeah, Who yeah, cares? absolutely. You bury that. You, you have its little funeral. You you take yeah, a few yeah. days off and then and then you get right back at it and and get back into that same groom, that same work ethic that got you there. Absolutely. The same work ethic. Let me tell you, if this if this woman had showed up, you're seeing a character flaw. If you would have taken her to any sort of deep waters at all, she would have she would have ghosted in in the cage. Exactly. And and, and so that's just uh, something for you to pay attention to. You get back in that tunnel vision the same right, way. Right. And, and unfortunately, Steve, the, at this level, this shit happens all the time. Sure. Mm-hmm. So we had Bazooka lost his fight last time, and so did Ryan Patrovich. Luckily, they their opponents came. They both had great performances. So I want to almost say it goes. It, mm-hmm. You know, it's. Weird as it is, everything works out for a reason. Or there's exactly, yeah. And I yeah. think this will be a good thing. She gets more time to train. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it helped Ryan out with his fight because it was his first camp with us too. So 
gave us another six weeks to keep going or whatever mm-hmm. it was, eight right. weeks. And I think it did work out for the better. Yeah. And, um, and Bazooka was ready to go. He's been here for a while. But again, he had a, I mean, it doesn't get much better than the performance he Holy had. Holy shit. Oh my God. So, <laughs> Let me just tell you something. That was a good fight. First, note, it was good a great changes. night for the team. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and even though uh, I keep wanting to call you Despina. Uh, it's, uh, I don't I mind it. That's <laughs> a, a nice name. Uh, even though you didn't get the opportunity to fight, you did get the opportunity to go through a training cramp. Mm-hmm. You can make your adjustments for what you wanted to adjust. Right. Some, something you would have done differently this camp. Yeah. Good news. You get to do that Ex- next camp. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, but Ray... <laughs> what a weekend! I tell you, what it was a, a, weekend. Was a really, What's really it like great Saturday weekend? nights in in, in in Jersey with your team out there and 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 excited to watch some incredible fights. Now, Steve, are we talking before the fights or <laughs> after the fights? Because I hope we're talking. I am one hundred percent talking about before the fights. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that uh, when I put that picture up of me, Al Weidman, and in Matt, the elevator, in the elevator, That's the I thought I was picture. going home at that point. So I, I was making a joke, but unfortunately, it was what do they call that when it comes to fruition? Uh, like uh, oh, no. a, self-fulfilling, a self-fulfilling, self-fulfilling prophecy. Oh, hundred percent was a self-fulfilling prophecy. But before all of the the hijinks was uh, the elevator pick is before the hijinks. Yeah, yeah, no, no, that that picture was yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't even. I might not even have known when that picture was, but uh, <laughs> but the place was uh, kind of reminded me of The Shining. I mean, it was, oh, it wow. was, it really was deserted. They don't have their uh, uh, casino license, so like, there's not really a lot oh, open at the showboat. At the showboat. Working on the showboat, yeah, right? yeah, the so, showboat's under construction right now. Yeah, so it was a little weird, mm. but. Um, you know the guys got the fight. We'll go. We'll be back at the trap the next card. But uh, it, it was uh, you know it it was one of those uh, weekends. Like a lot of times it doesn't happen like this. But you know you had Al, you had Weidman, you had Aljo. Like everybody showed up and right. everybody was working a corner and it just so the vibe was really good. You had like all the heavy hitters in oh, place man. and you know we had different corners which uh, not not totally different. But you know everybody got a chance to. To participate, participate and stuff so it was uh it was great having everybody back in the locker room and it was just a it, it ended up just being a you know great great night i'll work two corners which you know I, he rarely does but uh it was great to watch yeah. I, was, I was watching on ufc fight pass uh and we're taking in the order you know charlie charlie campbell with uh with a great opportunity to talk about le- opportunities to learn Right, exactly. It, I, look, if you had to lose a fight, lose it like that. Like, yeah. He's boring. Yeah, I don't think that guy. He's literally doing guy, push-ups after the fight. Yeah, that I guy mean, shouldn't be happy about anything. No, I know. Guy, you know so, and his face was lumped up bad. I mean, Charlie, I mean, he probably should have started that in the first round. You know what I mean? Yeah. But just out of complete desperation, just try to get him out with the elbows against the cage. And, you know, the ref could have did a better job of breaking him up, I think, but you know, it is what it is. He knows what he has to go back and work. So I think, honestly, to me, that's a fight that'll be a blessing in disguise for Charlie. Yeah. I think he'll make those adjustments pretty easy if he puts his head sure. to it. And then it'll be a totally different different outcome. But uh, it was just, it's frustrating. It's, that, that's a frustrating. That's got to be super frustrating. That's frustrating. Especially, yeah. you know, Charlie likes to fight. So, you know, it's not like he's losing. You know, he's not getting beat no, up. At some there points, no, to me, it looks no like the guy's him, you know what I mean? so In course. his head, he's not getting beat up. But if you had to give it to somebody, they're normally going to give it to the guy on top, whether yeah. there's right. any damage mm-hmm. or not. If there's no damage coming off the bottom, yeah. 
then what do you do? I mean, uh, you got to come up with. But you could have, you know, I think Charlie's point was you could have called it a draw. Sure. You know, right, but, right. You know, maybe different different rule sets or whatever. But uh, different judges. Yeah, fight but different. It, but it's definitely a growing experience. And again, if you had to lose a fight, yeah, fucking lose it like that and learn. I mean. And you, you know, take no damage. You can right, fight they, again exactly. whenever you want. The fact that, that he wasn't even tired, like he was standing up between rounds, like he was no. just like ready to go. The other guy was like looking to sit down right yeah. away. Like he could just tell he was exhausted. Cannibal? Yeah, he Cannibal? was. He was just disgusted. Really, yeah. I think would be the word for it. But like again, it's uh, there's not one person on this team, and we got top guys that doesn't have a loss. Right. And a lot of those losses came way worse than that that happened. And you know disgusted I mean? or not, you realize that that is a way you can lose. Right. So make those adjustments now. Yeah, that, somebody, is... somebody will look at that, and that's what I told them. They're going to look at that, and what do you think the next guy's oh, going to do? That's how that's I can beat that guy, yeah, right. right. Just hang you know? on to dear life. So I think he'll make those adjustments. They weren't really... There's a couple of things he just wasn't doing. He should have been doing that are easy to correct, but it's, unfortunately, you want him to correct it during the fight. Right. And yeah. I think in the third round, he kind of did, but it was, you know, running out of time. You had a heat. Need, I, I believed he needed a knockout because I kind of know the way they're scoring it. I don't know if it, it was going on in his head that way, but, you know, I definitely told him, you gotta, we got to get rid of the guy this round, and that's it, you know, so a couple of things have changed. I would have liked to have seen, like, uh, even, you know, like what um, – Kevin Lee, did, Kevin Lee did against Greg, it just an Al did against Khabib, just getting a low stance, make it part of for him. You know, you can't overextend yourself. Right. I mean, I don't think that guy landed a punch. I'm, I'm saying Charlie was, the only thing hurting is his elbow right. from hitting him in the head. So. <laughs> no, it was, it was frustrating to no, watch. No, it was frustrating right. to corner, you yeah. know. And Rick, what do you think about that? Like trying to make adjustments in between rounds? Well, you, like, look, that's what a, a good corner does. So no, no, we, know, you know what I mean? So the fighter to... Yeah, well, that's a that's a big thing. Can you can you, you make the you, adjustments? Right, is there exactly. something that you, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. is there something that you would do in training to kind of accelerate that process to make a guy better at making well, those I mean, adjustments? I mean, just the obvious one is you make the adjustments during sparring, during sparring, you know, and then you understand if a guy is even listening to you, you know, how is he reacting to the coaching during sparring? And some guys are just so hyped up they can't listen, you know, and some guys, you know, automatically go, "Well, yeah, I get it." You know, yeah. so yeah, like do you again, think it's I a fight IQ thing. Do you I think, think every it's fight a is different. Like that. I, think oh, I think it's, it's also experience too, because yeah. I've I've always like I've always had trouble listening, but the past few months I've been finding myself listening a lot more than I've ever done like ever done before. So I'm like, okay, it's coming together. So the it's definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, it, look, all of this stuff really takes a long time. It really does. Like yeah. Jenny Spa tonight, she hit some combos. I, I'm telling you, we must have. One over two years ago. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's like, awesome. And out of nowhere, I'm like, well, now you decide to do that? Like, <laughs> it it looked great, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But it's like, you never know when it's going to click. You know what I mean? It's like telling yeah. a joke to somebody. You know, right. some people get the punchline immediately. Some people, it takes a couple of days, and some people never get the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> <So>, I think <laughs> that's the same with coaching. Some people are going to get it right away. Some people, it's going to take them a little time, and some people are just never going to get it, mm -hmm. and, you know. So shout out to Charlie, come back stronger than ever. Absolutely. Next, uh, Ryan Patrovich. I didn't see that fight, but that yeah. was he was really good, man. Yeah, just a, another great. Well, first of all, another great guy. He mauled yeah. that dude. No, he mauled that guy. The ground <laughs> and pound. Stud wrestler, right? Oh, stud yeah. wrestler. That guy was in hell yeah. for ninety nine. <laughs> and that guy of that. was an explosive guy. 
but he got yeah, he got he got mauled. He got man. mauled. And basically. that and that even even Ryan, I want to say it was the second round. We talk about fight maturity. I don't think Ryan has that many fights, but he got hit in the second round and then just waited for the guy to come forward, and he just changed levels and took him down again. Yeah, I think that might have been the third round. But, uh, yeah. But, you know, the other thing is when I was wrapping his hands, I gave him, like, kind of a light wrap because I figured he wanted to do more wrestling and grabbing. And then when he was ground and pound, I'm like, oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) And I hope hope he's not going to freaking break his hands. I mean, it wasn't like I left off a little panic. I mean, it was crazy, and he's hammering the guy, and I'm like – just pick your shots. Don't hit him in the back of the head. No, this is, I was, I almost was panicking a little bit. But, you know, I wanted to finish the fight and man, he did, he did great. Listen, he, he had a five year layoff. So just to get in there and, you know, like, again, it's a new camp for him. So, you know, it's, 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 it's hard, man. You, you know, everybody's human and, you know, he, I think he got a little tired maybe, but like, again, he'll make the corrections and he's going to, I think he's going to grow. He's a great listener. He's got a great pedigree, and he's just an awesome guy all around. He comes from a like a wrestling royalty family. So right. what? But everyone, all his fathers. I met him for the first time. Like again, I texted him. It lives up, lived up to every good thing I heard about the guy. Because everybody I would talk, did you ever meet his dad? His dad's a good guy, and I'm like, no, nah, I never did. And then you know, I went out of my way to make sure I said hello to him. Man, he just lived up to the billing, and you know, his brother coaches at. Uh, Hofstra, you know, with Franco, and it was good. It so, was a really like a feel-good type of thing for me, anyway. So for that kind of that kind of pedigree with the wrestling, he he probably has outstanding coachability skills. Yeah, yeah. I guess when you hit that level yeah. like he yeah. did, yeah, you have to follow direction. So, and that's one of the beautiful things when you have that wrestling pedigree is that you've been through the ringer. You know, mm-hmm. unfortunately, that ringer comes with a lot of surgeries and, sure. you know, injuries and, you know, a lot of yeah, a lot of wear and tear, yeah. man. Because they train it's, those guys two-a-days since they're little. Yeah, since yeah they're we're kids, watching you know. kids in here training two-a-days, you know what yeah. I mean? Like 24-7. Nobody's taking Then they're going to tournaments over here. They're driving over here. It's, you it's wrestle a, almost every weekend. Of the it's, season, it's, that's a, I mean, for a 14-year-old, fifth. that's why when you get to like that college level and you make it through it, it's a totally... You got a lot of experience. It has nothing to do with age. You know what right. I mean? Because mm-hmm. I don't even give a shit. You like a major league baseball player? You're not changing that guy. By the time he's 18 to 20, he's done, man. He's, he knows <laughs> right. what to do. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? Now Same you might skills. have to learn some stuff, and you know. But it's not like you're making huge adjustments no, you're tweaking. on. Them. Yeah, yeah, you might tweak yeah. some stuff, and but you know how to play baseball. By the time you hit that, you know what I mean? Yeah, so they started like six years old. Same, doubt, same thing. They started yeah. six. If really you're a good true. D1 wrestler, you've been training since, uh, for 20 years already. Do you yeah. feel that way, Manimal? As, you, as you're, you still actively fight, do you feel now at, at an older age that you feel that that maturity kind of clicked in or did it click in as you got older? How, how do you feel it about that I now? was a little too wild when I was younger. But uh, now I feel the most put together I ever felt. I feel patient, relaxed, methodical. I learned a lot from my first fight back that I lost. And I watched that fight about 894 times. <laughs> not that I'm fucking counting. And the big thing was the composure. I thought about it a lot, and I was like, man, just a little more composure could have turned that one yeah, around. Yeah, you seem but, really present at your Bellator fight. Yeah, yeah, it's the most present I ever felt in my whole life, really. Yeah, uh, and, I, like, and, I, and a lot of things come with age, so, man. With age, it really does. Really, you, you just look at things different. You're yeah. way more relaxed. You don't... I, it's almost like uh, I think you different. got nothing to prove. Like, you know, right. you, you know why you're in there. I always go back to, like, George Foreman. You know, he was a killer. And, uh, I mean, you want to just grab that off? You know, Foreman was a killer at 22. I mean, he was Mike right. Tyson, maybe even more ominous than Tyson. But 
um, he couldn't go past two rounds. Then the guy turns 40 and he's fighting 12 round fights like it's nothing. So he learned how to just relax. He had right. nothing to prove. His, and his comeback was pretty cool, man. When, for when an he older Michael guy. Moore, he, yeah. uh, he kept going at that combo until it hit. He just he took his, uh, his patience. Welcome back, Manimal. I'd like oh, to yeah. point out to the listening audience <laughs> that Manimal, even though he was nowhere near a microphone, walking down the stairs to go turn off the heat, he was still. He's in the moment he was still tonight. Was in the you know what I was thinking about? Tell Taking me, a vow of silence. Because really? everyone says I talk a lot. But I think if I didn't talk, everyone would get fucking worried. Really? So I don't know. Let's try it. I think that, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> let's not try it on the podcast. Oh, oh you, don't, oh, you want to try it outside the podcast. I want to try it in between podcasts. Okay. Oh. Like a week of silence. All right. I think it'd be interesting. All right, Diana, you're in charge of it. Okay. Well, I, don't, I said I'm thinking about it. I didn't say I want to do it. Let's see if you I could, didn't say I want to do it. I was thinking about it. Diana, let's, <laughs> you know. Diana, let's see if you could raise your uh, score from the F I gave you over the weekend. Oh, to, uh, man. Uh, Diana, I'm going to give I'm going to say something. This weekend. I Diana, she, got, she gets an A+. Plus for team okay. Plus. Well, I mean, a team player. She was very supportive. I had a... We we can't even talk about that. Right. I had a fail. I think we. As a, as a, this is this is her all around the, the world. Tables, yeah. yeah, it was like a big F with a circle around it. <laughs> yeah. Old well, school. <laughs> old school. <laughs> I do, I do. I think I think the task was uh, maybe above her pay grade. It was. <laughs> it was definitely too much for me. I'm not um like I'm I'm good. And like babysitting people, but you didn't I don't take know. any psychology courses, nothing no, that you could no. fall back on. No, no, <laughs> they're just out of control. Yeah. Better weekend. luck next. It was time. way too many people to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> like, I couldn't keep oh, tabs. No, I was... <laughs> I, all I'm hearing, Manimal, is is where there's smoke, there's fire, right? So. I'm feeling like it was a chaotic weekend. Oh, it was. In... I mean, if the Instagram stories told <laughs> half the story, it was fucking wild as hell, and I'm so upset I missed it. Yeah, no, some no. of those things are just the perfect storm, the people sure. that are there. Because yes. yeah. a lot of times people don't get there. They got to leave right yeah, away. Right. But yeah. it just seemed like... Uh, I got to drive back home tonight. Yeah, you know, who's like, staying? Everybody who, has like, their own like thing to do. Who feels like But this, this was... Uh, yeah, was all a, great stories start with what you said. I thought I was going home. Yeah, I thought I was. Go, I thought the night was over. I thought I was going I home. I found out we had heat in the building again. I go. I'm going to go home and get a good workout the next day. You know, it's like. Let me tell you something. Leave early in the morning. Let me tell you something about the the, the real gangster. He still got a good workout in today. No, that wasn't a good workout. Definitely. Something he moved. First off, but the fact that I was able to even make it to the gym, I'm saying it's a home sir. run. You're here, sir. And then finally, of course, Dennis Bazooka. Are you kidding Dennis. me? Fuck that elbow. Manimal Training Camp sponsored athlete. Manimal Training Camp sponsored athlete. I don't sponsor that many guys, but he. I mean, there's a reason... Uh, Bazooka, right, he has a nickname, man. the great. I mean, that was a fucking yes. beautiful elbow. And the guy he fought was very good. And talk about seem, a good, seeming a present. He seemed present. He seemed focused. Yes. He, he backed he, that he, guy up nice. You see that spinning, spinning back like, elbow? That spinning back kick that he threw? Mm -hmm. You got to be really relaxed shot. to throw all that shit. Yeah, you got to be very was, relaxed, very present yeah, to throw he, that he shit. He was sharp. I he mean, really... His uh, speed was phenomenal. His fakes were unbelievable. I like I mean, I, yeah. everything. The, he was just really on just point. yeah. He was that was I think for him that was that was in the zone. That was that, that was about as close as the zone as he's gonna get. Because he was yeah. Because his fakes. Because he was backing the guy up with fakes. Yeah, he to, was. You know. And he was active. You know, I mean, we I tell you, we went over a couple of different things, and he that was a. I'm gonna say, 
because uh, we had this conversation where I felt like he would try like a slip and rip and then he would pose and not do anything. And I said, you got to follow that stuff up. You have to keep the pressure. And I'm going to say, man, did he, he listened and he really, he made an adjustment that I think was a huge thing that'll help him really going forward in the future. He was in that guy's face. He was in yeah. the pocket. Mm -hmm. There was no admiring his work. You know, once he landed something, he went right back in there. I thought he was phenomenal for he probably different really reasons was. than other people did, you know, mm -hmm. and obviously timed that elbow perfectly. And it was, you know, as pretty as it's going to get. The lead up to that elbow. But yeah, the lead up to that elbow left was hook pretty. To the body. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he landed a hard liver shot. Oh, yeah. my God. You that, know? I heard that. Yeah. Like, I was honestly, like, right next to the cage. And <clears throat> just to see him, like, the way he, everything about him, like, his eyes, everything. He was like focused, he and was in that I, you zone. could just tell, yeah. like he, he was, was he there was to win tonight. Yeah, you yeah. know, and that—that's the hardest shot to land. That liver shot. I mean, he blasted that. So he really uh, talk about that was another great fight that I think uh, is going to pay dividends even in the future. I think he learns a lot from that, and uh, that was that was impressive, man. Yeah, it was a great fight. You know, and, and he had a good dance partner. That guy came to fight. Mm. You know, he was good trying. Scrap. Yeah, good scrap. Was good scrap. Yeah, he was yeah, yeah. You know, so really good stuff. And man. fucking laid him out with that. Oh, my God. I yeah. mean, just fucking no, sentiments like to another The dimension. energy in that room after that, it was like, oh, bazooka oh brings a crowd. my God. Yeah. No, but everybody backstage, they're like, Oh my God! Everybody were was you like, backstage or were you out front? I was backstage. You were backstage so, yeah. watching the fight from the back room. Yeah. Yeah. Area combat. They have like the the screens you watch from uh -huh. back, and uh, so you watching it backstage. Yeah, yeah. But I was like right next to the cage, so I could literally hear and see everything so clear. It was uh, the best. It was crazy, the best. man. Really, and I tell you, no, and I I walk I across the, the cage. Yeah. Steve, I walk across the cage and I asked the guy, Are "You okay?" And he said. Uh, I wasn't knocked out. They stopped the fight early, and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, right. Shit. No, no yeah. he was yeah. out. Yeah, he was like it's like when you go to fucking wrestle the referee. Yeah. When I grab the ref, and he, I mean, when I, I grab mean, I, someone, I, I was in shock. I you know, stop. I, I, I was just trying to be nice. <laughs> right, you know? right. You know? oh, right, man. Steve? You grab a guy, he has pants on. You know fucking the fight is over. That's it. That's the ref. Stop. <laughs> it's like, over. You, right. Yeah, you fucking hug a guy, he has a shirt on. No, dude, that's the ref. Stop. You, the fight's done. Like, you know. Ray, how does it compare to to have uh, to be in these local fights and to in these smaller places where it's a more intimate setting? Do, do you do, does it matter to you, or do you really only pay attention to what's in the cage anyway? No, no, it matters. No, no, I I love these small venues, and I you know what it is? I think there's a, there's a couple of things. First off, it's watching all the up and comers. You know, it's a big thing. You win in fights at the beginning. It's a very exciting time. Mm -hmm. So. Though sometimes there's more excitement in those fights than yeah. even a, a, a big win in the UFC. Because there's more emotional connection. Yeah, I think everybody's yeah. together. Yeah, it's a totally different thing because, you know, on some of those other fights, you're not going to have all your people there where you could, right. it's like up close and personal, you right. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So there's more of a connection that way. And it's just great watching, it's great watching these guys win at this level, you know what I mean? And it's, it's their growing process. And, you know, these are memories they're going to take with them you know, for the rest of their lives, no matter what happens. Culmination of hard work. Yeah, you know what I mean? So you have a different thing. You know, sometimes when it gets to the big show, it's it's business. You know, now you got a manager involved and you got this guy and there's a little more there's implications politics, you know what I mean? So, uh... Oh, it's yeah. all right, Ray. <laughs> See, I don't have stuff here. Speaker? I don't have stuff uh, here. You want right. to put that on speaker? Oh, uh, that, that one I definitely don't want to put on <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, so I I, I love him. I love uh, you know it's even like when Marab won to get into the UFC and he hit that guy oh, with the yeah. swing back. I mean, it's good. crazy. You know yeah, what I mean? Like if good. like if Bazooka would have been if that would have been you know looking for a fight. Oh, that would have been crazy. Yes. Like that would have been like insane. It was insane anyway. But yeah. that getting in there is, you know. And Marab's fight on looking for a fight was like fucking ten. Well, seconds, that's what I'm right? saying. That yeah, was, was like a, that's why I say Such when you good, get that mixture like, like yeah. that, it's crazy. So yeah, I love it, man. I really do. I love everything, but I I really love those small shows and you know they, everybody's family is there. And well, it's, that's it's, who's who's got the tickets. It's uh, the reason I ask is because you you often hear. A bigger bands who are used to playing huge events and arenas they say it's really nice to go back to those little house shows little home shows so mm -hmm. i'm sure for oh us, without a doubt yeah. i think they need that they need that that um that connection with the audience yeah so it's 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 good this is the primer you know what i mean this is the uh minor leagues and then when they get called up to the major leagues there'll be another ten thousand people it's pretty it's 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 awesome right speaking of major leagues manimal you you've been speaking to the universe has it answered yet? I'm still showing uh, my end. So I told you, see, uh, we were talking about it before, Steve. Yeah. You were like, oh, I look like I slimmed down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, The reason I I'm say, asking is because I've noticed a behavioral change. So when you want to affect change, you have to change yourself first. So sure. if I want to get a fucking fight in at a high level, I got to start performing at a high level and doing that. And the universe has to take notice and be like, oh, shit, is Manimal ready to fuck shit up again? Let's line something up. So, but I'd like to try to get something big in. You know, I got a couple ideas who I'd like to uh, to scrap with. Ray, can we get fucking BJ Penn over in Bellator? I think oh, that'd be a good fight. Uh, Wait, is this a call out? <laughs> well, you know who'd be good too? I seen Roger Huerta's last fight at 55. If he dropped to 45, he's on a little bit of a skid. That might be a good one for me. Yeah, I mean, BJ Penn, they're trying to retire the guy. What are you trying to do? Well... I mean, if he wants a, a retirement they're, they're, fight, I would give him a great retirement there's a lot fight. Of no, the UFC retired. There's a lot, of, pe there's a lot of people are saying he's unfit to fight, and this guy's calling him out. I mean, I don't know. Can well, he shoot a little he's higher? Unfit I mean, fight I'm almost unfit to live. I'm almost unfit to live. Well, now you're bringing up a good point. So That's a good counterpoint. And I could hype that fight up, too, because you know he has two. I mean, I think Matt beat him in that fight. Back in the day. Oh, 100%. 100%. I agree. I think Matt should have got a unanimous decision. But then fight. again, I love you. But we already talked Matt about your Sarah. scoring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, had, we had a conversation of his about scoring. scoring. But yeah. this one I agree with you on for You're sure. You're talking about okay. Matt Sarah, UFC Hall of Famer. Yes. My, uh, my jiu-jitsu instructor. Your jiu-jitsu right? instructor. I am a second-degree black belt. Wow, Matt Sarah. I mean, putting it out there for everyone who doesn't stuff. know. Big stuff. But, so BJ Penn and my other instructor in jiu-jitsu is Rodrigo Gracie, who also has a loss to BJ Penn. So I would so there's love, a storyline here. So I would build a storyline around it. And I did help train Rodrigo for that. For that fight, fight also, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So uh, go. so we got to make it right, right? Although, you know, training uh, for another fight, I would like to see some classes added uh, to the mix. Where are the Instagram classes? Where's the social media classes, right? You said I'm supposed to get on Logan Paul's well, level. You didn't, Where's no, the fucking no, you coaching? Said, first Where's off, the coaching? First off, you said you were taking that under your own... Where's the coaching for, now you're I asking like for help. Coached. I like to be coached. I'm an athlete. I like to be coached. Listen, if you're going to be coached on social media, I'm going to tell you the one guy not to ask is me. <laughs> oh, right. I don't know what the hell I'm Shit. doing. Who should we get for my social media uh, coach? Diana would, I'll, could I'll probably help you. Help you. Now I, mean, I have more followers she's than She's taking right? pictures. I don't, I don't know. She's got I don't a, check she's people's good. followers. No, you. How many followers oh, do you have? I don't know. I'm you don't know your own shit. Okay, so that's out. Wait, should I call up uh, KSI? Got, Who should I call she's up? She's got about 8,500. <laughs> she has about 8,500 uh, followers. 
Oh. All I know is she's got enough right videos now. on her yeah. phone to wow. make a living out of blackmailing hey, yeah. She could, yeah. yeah. Diana, if you ever wanted to blackmail people with those videos you have on your phone, you can oh, make, yeah, you might be rich. You can yeah. retire. You yeah. don't need, what are you, 25? You can retire at 25. You're good. Yeah, I, I'd rather fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's the character. There you go. I'd Kyle. rather fight. No, but, so, um, Manimal, you, so to make it clear that you would be interested in a fight with uh, the great BJ Penn. Like, it, you know, if he wants a retirement fight. I think it would and be And I would push the grappling. Fight. So it wouldn't be a fight where, ugh, I'm not going to say he's not going to have to worry about getting knocked out, but I would push the grappling in that fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I want to grapple. You know, I, I mean, that's my style. Yeah. It's pretty evident. So it, it wouldn't. Now, would you be open to a jujitsu match with him? Right now, I'm focused on fighting. That's why you haven't okay. seen me doing any jujitsu. I don't want to take away from what I'm trying to do here. I right. think I got a couple more great fights left in the tank. And you're saying one of them could be with either BJ Penn or Roger. Well, Worth it would be a good fight. I think I think it would be a good fight at this point in his career. You know, uh, he's coming off some losses. I think it would be could... smart for them also. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I, I see myself as an entertaining guy sure, who puts yeah. some asses in the seats and can have a competitive fight with one of the guys that might need uh, a, a, a comeback fight. Yeah. So that's how I see myself fitting in to Bellator's mix there. Uh, maybe some guys in the featherweight tournament as that featherweight tournament pans out. Maybe some of the, uh, maybe they match with some of the guys in that that lose, you know, like a Gaston Bolognos. He just lost his fight. That would be a fucking rough one on the feet, but on the ground, I'd have to handily defeat him. Uh, so, you know, there's all good opportunities out there, I think. And I'm just being open to the opportunity and I'm getting myself in shape now. This <coughs> is it. Maybe we'll start sparring again good neck this week. And we'll see where it goes, right? I think I could nice. use you for Delemi, his last sparring. Okay. When's that? Saturday? I mean, I guess Friday or Saturday. And then he fights the following week, so I think everybody's banged up for their fight. So yeah. we we'll have All to right. call you in, man. You got, you got four days to get ready. Nice. Four days to get ready. Well, you, you, said, you, well, you just said you were, you were getting back yeah. and you wanted to start well, this week. So fuck just, it. You That's want, you just want, go in the fire. Right. You want to message the, the universe. universe. What's it? the worst that could happen? You're not going to do anything to my face that wouldn't improve it. Exactly. <laughs> so who gives a fuck? What it, you know, so fuck it. YOLO. YOLO. All right, let's stop having a personal conversation YOLO. on the podcast. Oh, what yeah, else let's let's get out of the animal zone. You want yeah. to leave the animal? Nah, let's leave, let's <laughs> leave the animal. Let's. Actually, that's going to be my live show. I'm starting. So you you bring up Bellator. Zone. Bellator had uh, their London their London uh, fight. Their main card, main event had Michael Venom Page defeat Giovanni Melillo by knockout. Did you see that fight? I saw the knockout. Yeah, I, I mean, mean it, looks, it looks an awful lot like all his knockouts. I mean, yeah, he landed a nice overhand, right? But he's doing that against lesser competition. What do yeah, you think? Who the hell is Giovanni? I never heard of the guy. Uh, me neither. Right. I uh, think that's your point. And that's Venom P. Like, okay, it's okay to have that guy fight, you know, but he's fighting MVP. And MVP's fight before this was against another guy not at the level that MVP is at. So yeah, they are know. giving him some softer fights to build him up. But, I mean, they gave him one easy fight before this fight. And then they give him another easy fight. Now he has to get a tough fight again. He says he wants to fight Douglas Lima again. And I love. I thought that was a good fight, him and Douglas Lima. What happened that fight? And D Douglas yeah. Lima fucking timed his kick, yeah. took him off his feet, fucking dropped the hammer, and knocked oh, him wow, out. Oh, wow, nice. You just, yeah, yeah, it was, it was nice, a good nice. fight. Lima, Lima's, Lima's a badass, man. Yo, I would love to see Lima versus Masvidal. That would be a fucking dynamite fight. I like Lima because Lima, you want to talk about maturity? He wasn't as fast as MVP. MVP is that fast fucking karate style, right? Uh, but Lima got hit once with a kick, and then he timed him coming in, hit him with the low calf kick, 
threw his balance off and then just started dropping the hammers and just laid him out. And he wasn't fast. Lima just was timed him perfect. So, but he, but MVP says he wants that one back. And uh, I mean, that, that, that's a, that's a big call for MVP to make. Because Lima fucking put him into, you know, outer space. That's what he should be doing, though. Yeah, he should fight Lima. That's the fight he should fight Lima. He could fight uh, Rory McDonald, maybe. That would be another good fight, high level. I I think Bellator's Bellator's in a situation where they are are balancing what to do with the Neiman Gracies. Like, try and build them up at the same time, not not colliding them too early. Because they are are also building... their own brand and their own mm-hmm. marketing and their own mm-hmm. everything else. So I kind of, I understand it does get frustrating a little bit cause you would love to see all those collide, but I can understand and respect the buildup. Yeah. But they don't want to cannibalize their guys. It's not at this point because it's not a, it's not an endless reservoir as, as it seems in the, in the UFC. Yeah. They so, have a few guys. Yeah. They pick them. They cultivate a couple guys. Yeah. So I think that not the, such a good job with Aaron Pico, but I think as they expand, you know, Bellator's next, I think, move for 2020 has to be to expand media-wise a little bit more um, to to reach, I, I guess, not so, so much social media as much well, as it is. I Bellator just signed a deal with... Uh, well, to, to fix a couple of things, they have some some uh, annoying glitches. Having like, The Israel fights, you know, happened on Thursday night, but they sh- we saw it Friday night. So by the time the fights came on... If if you did any scratching at all, you saw who won. The fighters were posting their victory yeah. pictures. Oh, wow. So it's um, that's well, a little yeah, frustrating. I mean, listen, imagine you fought and they tell you we're going to show it tomorrow. That's just going to be yeah. all over your Instagram right. and all yeah. your Instagram friends, too. Is, all your friends are going to show it. Look at that's all the so videos weird. you yeah. have. So it's, it's like videos people have. So and your friends are going to be there, in, you it's know, be tough taping to you, putting it. So you can't so keep it on the A couple adjustments they need to make. But um, but I think uh, 2020 is going to be a big year for or a good year for I think so. I mean, I think they've only been getting better as far as their promotion marketing i mean i i really like the product bellator puts out i really like the product better than the ufc product personally like as far as the entertainment value that's great it's, and it has great potentiality as i'm saying with the expansion i think it's going to do really well hey folks feedbacks at mma and beyond.com that's mma and beyond.com you can help out our show not only by leaving a five-star rating wherever you listen but uh, and that helps us by helping other people find the show. I don't think you have to leave a comment, but a five star rating is helpful to help other people find the show. Also, if you use any supplements or are interested in doing so, your New Year's resolutions coming up and you want to be guided by the same people who guide some of the premier athletes on earth. Check out onit.com. And when you're checking out, please use our promo code MMA Beyond. That's MMA Beyond. That's onit.com slash MMA Beyond. Uh, you can reach Ray Longo, at Ray Longo MMA. Uh, Manimal, where can they reach you, brother? Uh, guys, you can reach me at John the Manimal Beneducci on Instagram, uh, at Manimal John on Twitter. I've been tweeting a lot more. I kind of been liking the Twitter platform because they don't restrict me as much, uh, and I and I'm a I don't like to be restricted at all. So I, Twitter seems to be a little more open platform. I might get more into that, and then I'm gonna work on some YouTube lives coming up. So. Go to my Instagram, the link in my bio for my YouTube. Please subscribe to that. I'm going to be doing some wild shit live. Uh, Let's see how it goes. Awesome. (laughs) I'm definitely going to make sure to follow that. (laughs) Diana, how can they they reach Diana? Uh, So on Instagram, I'm Diana underscore K underscore. um, Facebook, Diana Caravis, as well as uh, Twitter. I have Twitter too, guys. People still use Facebook? Uh, I don't know. I no. do. People still use Facebook. <laughs> well, they do. I know my family it's, like. It's, I have a, a lot of people. It's a 
aging audience, but they're right, definitely right, right. using it. Yeah, no. What I, do you like the best, Steve? I don't like any of them, but uh, <laughs> I like none I, of them. <laughs> I, my preference and my use is Instagram. I don't have Facebook on my phone, but for my business, Facebook is the most popular. For your business, Facebook. For, for my most... business, um, our Facebook posts reach anywhere between a hundred and something million people a month. Mm. Oh, so Facebook. Where my Instagram is your... considerably smaller than that, um, but I like that the intimacy of it. Mm. Yeah, and then you get the less people in it. So less you... people. It's it's uh it's I think uh, my Instagram is, we get like a, a couple hundred thousand that that visit my page every week or so, mm. uh, which is oh shit. Which is why is Steve teaching a fucking social media class? Over right. Because, <laughs> because well, I, Steve, can we teach a social media class? Yeah, I need fucking help. All right. That would be one hundred. I want to get paid nine hundred thousand dollars for a fight. That would be one hundred percent, Stephanie. You know should... I just log into my Instagram. Yeah, yeah, you, you should uh, call Logan Paul. See if he'll help you. Yeah, yeah, let me give, yeah. let me reach out to him and be like, yeah, hey, listen, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna piss on him. That's yeah. okay. Sometimes a lot of the good things happen after you piss on someone. You know, he might want to like what? I don't know. He might want to fuck me <laughs> up, and then, get, then I'll break his arm. You get rid of That's your, a good thing. Then I'll break his arm, and I'll be like, listen, either you teach me how to do the social media shit, or I'll fucking choke you unconscious and then oh pee on God. you again. You really hate this guy. Nah, I don't. Really, I don't really hate that guy. Actually, um, is I know I have nothing against him. I actually like Logan Paul. Serious. Look, I, I don't... See, now he's... No, I don't no, dislike these guys. Now he's off the sauce now. These guys. Yeah, he, he might not even know what he said. <laughs> I don't dislike these guys. I just dislike the situation. I don't really need to I'm talk gonna about this I'm going to have to go anymore. back to the last podcast. Oh, and hear me fucking be heated about this shit. That's pretty confident. That's Fuck, you know what else I'm heated about? I got a fucking ticket on Middle Neck Road the other day for making a U-turn. Now I'm fucking telling the cop, you know, this is fucked up. I give him the PBA card. He don't give a shit. Then I fucking tell them, listen, you know I pay you salary. This is wow. really fucked up. They're just stopping me for a he, U-turn. They love that. They love that. So now I got to get a lawyer to fight this fucking, all these tickets. <laughs> really? All oh these my. tickets? All these tickets. Well, once I start fucking telling the guy how I feel, he didn't like that. So how oh many more tickets did you get? Oh, my God. Oh boy. Oh, he, he, got, he had a rough yeah, one. Yeah, you know that when you get upset so I, and you gonna, start arguing with them, you'll never win. The is none. <laughs> no, I got the fucking U turn ticket. Then I got the no signal. Then he threw a no signal ticket because I was being a dick. So just two tickets. But they're right. points for all of them. I'm not, it's three points. points. I just got, I almost got my license suspended. I just got points. So if you know what? I don't like all these rules. It's too many fucking rules. Here's don't the thing. Rules. Don't make a U turn. I'm going to get the question. Whose PBA card was it? I'm not gonna say. Why not? <laughs> you have Why to. Why can't now. you say? What, what's? I don't want to say. I'm gonna get. Does everyone know? <laughs> well, Ray knows. Well, obviously, but... it didn't work. That's why I'm trying to. These guys don't give a fuck. And you know what? Some of these guys, they just want to break your ticket. They always work for me. Yeah, well, you're Ray Longo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? You're, oh, that's what it is. Yeah, that's yeah it. they probably thought you were Bruce Campbell, actually. <laughs> yeah, I don't Bruce, even think you know who that who is. Who the hell right? is Bruce Campbell? He is in Armies of Darkness and Evil Dead. You look just oh, like yeah, Bruce yeah, Campbell. Yeah, I know right? who he is. Just like him. You're an I'm going to get to the feedback, oh, let's do but the only feedback. after pointing out that Logan Paul wouldn't have gotten a ticket. Yeah. So, Kirk... <laughs> Kirk says, well done. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk, Kirk writes in, I read that Ben Askren's coach said that Ben would have been champ if he had joined earlier. Wondering if you guys agree or if this is just different levels. Uh, um, uh, I'm going to tell you, here's, here's the problem I have with that. I'm, a, I'm assuming, did they say who his coach was? Was it Duke Rufus? Doesn't say. <laughs> I mean, obviously, Duke's a great coach and he's a, and he's a friend, oh. but... 
Here's the problem I have with that. For the last seven years, and I and I've really grown to love Ben Askren. I like the way he's, I think he's he's intelligent. He breaks stuff down. He's real, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, his striking has not progressed at all in seven years. So I don't know what starting five years right. earlier would have done. It, it hasn't really progressed one iota from the first time he started fighting, and he's got to have been with this camp for a while. So I don't I don't know about that, man. Some guys just never get it. I mean, it's a possibility, but. Like even if we were seeing seeing some signs of you know he's Progress kicking better, yeah, this those. Are you doing like that spinning back fist he threw at Damian Maya? Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's uh, <laughs> right. I don't know that that would have been a Pete, tough one. Did you one. see that no, spinning? I, I didn't you didn't see? No, yo, he threw the spinning back fist an and in the pose he like misses it completely, but he's totally open. Like it look if you would have just freeze framed it and he I didn't have gloves on, you would have thought he was it. dancing like dancing with the stars, <laughs> you know. But uh, oh I'm not crazy about all that speculation. No. It's yeah. hard to do speculation. Like, oh, uh, if this, Could've, yeah, should've, if I, if I was a ch <laughs> if I was a chick with a fat ass, I'd have five times the followers probably. I don't know. That's so that's, we went. He, he made so? Ben Askren's thing <laughs> about his <laughs> social media. <song. laughs> I wouldn't say you have a fat ass. No, no, I'm not saying that. But you're just basically saying that if you're a good-looking chick, you get helps. more. I don't know. It helps. You don't Diana, so? what do you think about Ben Askren? Had he been had he gone in a little earlier, uh, he would have had a different outcome. I don't think so. I mean, like he, like they just said, you know, like his striking hasn't progressed. So really, like, it just seems like he's been doing wrestling for so long that he's just, you know, old, old Well, that, that becomes wrestling. the question, like, for, for Ray also is, is could you reach a level in a particular sport where you are now – you're subconscious and you've been through all of these things that your natural reaction is great for that sport, but not so much for, for mixed martial arts. Uh, I'm not following well, that completely. It, it is his inability is the reason maybe he didn't grow so much of a striker, even though having an incredible striking <coughs> coach, the fact that he had just been become too well, his brain just too well versed at being a great grappler. It could be. Yeah, I mean, I think you end up, some people end up doing the things they love to do instead of doing the things they need to work on. And, and he's still very active with, I think, teaching wrestling and youth wrestling. So uh, he did get started late. So, but I think, I, I don't know, I, how, how early are we talking about he would have had a whiff started? You know, that's the right. other thing. So, you know, the, the the wrestling guys I've gotten in here, they come in, they fall in love with the striking. You know, they, they love it and they work it. And, you know, it's worked out pretty good. And uh, I just, it doesn't look like he ever got comfortable with it. It was like even like what uh, Manimal was saying with the Damian Maya fight and the spin back fist and, I think it was Paul Felder that's like, man, can you believe these two guys are grapplers? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's pretty, I think that's pretty obvious. Like what everybody's looking at. Yeah. Oh, that's man. not a, uh, not hard to believe, you know, when, you know, but that it, it, it was, oh, a hundred percent. Oh, no, no, no. It is. Schoolyard striking that was yeah. so entertaining. No, that was no, very it, entertaining. That was it one definitely of my is fights. entertaining. It's actually for one sure. of my favorite fights. Yeah, Ben Askren and uh, Damian Maya. Like one of my favorite fights because the, the stand-up was so funny, <laughs> and then the groundwork was so great. Yeah. Well, I was like, oh, this is a great fight. <laughs> yeah, but it was oh, like man. weird. I was like, well, can you actually believe these guys are wrestling? Like, what the what fucking <laughs> fight is he? <laughs> no, they look Absolutely. like fucking pro boxers. Like, what? Are you kidding? <laughs> 
You know, I thought I was watching a glory kickboxing match for me. <laughs> I mean, holy crap. Danny asks, if there was a BMF for women, who would fight? Joanna came out and said she wants to be the, the female BMF. I don't really agree. I think Nunez and Valentina are probably the baddest. This is from Danny on Instagram. What do you think, Ray? I have to throw Jenny Nadell in that 100%. Yes. 100% yes. Jenny Nadell. But, uh, but I would like for the belt to be called not BMF. Maybe like baddest bitch or something like that. Baddest bitch right? in the world. Yeah. Baddest bitch in the world. Right? Yeah, like, so I've been new- BBW. <laughs> Man, we yeah. know that's, not that's a big, beautiful woman. Yeah. Yeah, he's back to the big asses. <laughs> well, could we get, hold no. on. Can I end this, com- I'm going to end this conversation with a Marilyn Monroe quote. Okay. So Marilyn Monroe. Norma Jean. Huh? Norma Jean. I'm so she really said, uh, a girl being re- beautiful is like a guy being rich. It's not everything, but damn, doesn't it help? So, you know, there's nothing wrong with being a good looking girl. It's the same advantage as a guy with money has, I think. I think she's right. Okay, is, like that, is that an ugly guy with money or a good-looking guy with money? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm not I'm, much into I'm, I'm, Fifty Shades of Grey where the guy's a billionaire yeah. and good-looking. Usually right. it doesn't work out that way, right? Yeah. Really? In my experience. <laughs> wow. You know. Damn. So, so, so she's referring to an ugly guy with money. That's what she's referring to. So, well, no, so money. A, modest, a modest-looking guy with money. Oh, okay. You know, but not... Uh, the same equivalent as a girl being good looking. Right. Okay. They get the same advantages. I think I what do you think, it. Steve? I, think I, I accept that. I think okay. I got it. Yeah. yeah. Like if you're a good looking girl, think about it. You go someplace as a good looking girl and someone treats you a certain way automatically. Right? Yeah. They look, then, you know, I go into a place, I get treated a certain way automatically too. You get taken. Like who the fuck? Are you homeless? They're like, <laughs> no, well, let me ask you something. Let's, 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 <laughs> hypothetically. If Diana would have made that U-turn, is she getting a ticket? Absolutely no, not. absolutely not. So absolutely I'm in the not. car with one of my but girlfriends listen, one day. Listen. She's wearing a low-cut shirt. She runs a fucking stop sign. Cop pulls her over. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And he's like, oh, it's okay. Just be careful. <laughs> Some, I, I have no option no, to do that no. shit. And somehow in that situation, Manimal still got a ticket. Yeah. Somehow, Manuel left. No, with but some I feel like the attitude has to do ticket. with that. I really feel like you were probably giving, like, you're annoyed and you're probably giving them attitude. I've seen guys how they, like, I'm very nice. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, but my voice is, you know, like, I'm very humble. Like, I know how to get out of a situation. <laughs> you have to be smart, you know? You can't let your ego, because they have, like, when they pull you over, they're in charge. Like, they can do whatever they want, you know, whatever they want. So. Yeah, he wasn't just in the animal zone when he pulled me over. That's true. He was not. He was in the not in the animal zone. zone. No, you, but it's okay. Did you I, tell I the really guy? Was... Did you tell him you fought in Bellator? <laughs> I'm a did professional you, did, fighter. Did you get that far? <laughs> no. And yeah, and how how how'd you go about getting that card out to the cop? You hand it with your license. Oh, you just so you didn't even say anything. He you know asked. He asked for your license. You just hand it with the license. I mean, I normally say a good friend of mine told me to give this if I ever got a problem. <laughs> I, I, he didn't ask for it, so you just gave him the card. <laughs> That was a mistake, right? <laughs> I this fucking these fucking tickets, and then my wife's with me, and you know I'm then I'm getting my balls busted the whole way home about this. She's like, you just fucking had a you know almost got your license, man. You just did defensive driving. She's like, John, don't you remember what they you, said you, defensive driving class? So this I was like, no, I was really thing. high. I don't remember. Jesus. <laughs> oh my god. 
Wow. She's like, we took the defensive driving class together. They said you can't make a U-turn. You should make a K-turn. I'm like, thank you, baby. You're always right. I know that. But uh, let me just get a lawyer for this. I was like, just just don't talk the whole ride home. Thanks. But who gets caught doing a U-turn and gets pulled over? That's what I'm saying. What a dick <laughs> move for the cops. Well, part. Do, were, you <laughs> the looking, cops were you looking problem. around when you made the U-turn? <laughs> yeah, there was no mindset. You usually have to look around. The bank, you know, like, okay. Steve, in the bank's parking the, the cops lot. The problem, you know, Steve, I, I find I'm the problem. I, I, Steve, I, I find it hard to believe. I defensive driving class. But yeah. the cops <laughs> the problem. I find it hard to believe that he had no self-awareness, that he didn't see anybody around. Like, <laughs> right, this is kind what do you think? I, I went for the cup and flipped him off. He's got a Dunkin' Donuts thing in one hand and the and yeah. that plastic probably hammer in the other the, hand. He probably driving. saw the cop, started beeping his horn so the cop wouldn't <laughs> right. see him. Yeah. Then he made a U-turn. You think the problem was that I flashed my brights at the cop? Exactly. The cop, he got to take it for yelling, oh yeah, manimal. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! So, does anyone be, beyond besides Jenny Nadell, who we unanimously oh. agree oh, so. would be the BMF, um, Danny says Nunez, Valentina. I Do like you have anyone else? Right. I mean, how could you how could you argue with that? Yeah, I how think about Cyborg. Yeah, Cyborg. I, I would think Cyborg carries more of the. Or she aura. did the intimidation yeah. stuff. But yeah. I think as far as gangster girls, I like Cynthia Cavallo. Yeah. She's pretty gangster. Yeah. She yeah really, she's pretty hood. She I got like, that swag. She got that gangster. Yeah. She's she's walk. she's from uh she's from that same She's West from the two oh nine, isn't she? Isn't she two oh nine? No, she's with Team Alpha She's with Team Alpha Man. She's actually a really nice girl. She but she, I'm saying in the cage though, yeah. she has that bad bitch attitude. Right, right. No, I You know what I mean? Like there's like a bad like the bad motherfucker title isn't for the best fighter. It's, right. for, it's for the best a certain kind of attitude. Yeah, yeah. It represents a certain attitude. Right. And I would make all the rules different for that bad motherfucker belt. Any of those belts, if you're going to make something fake, just make it all up anyway. Yeah. You know, you can make the I rounds however you want. Well, it would yeah. still have to be sanctioned. But, yeah, that, that's, you know, that's bringing the up the, you, sanction you brought fight, up Team Alpha Male, another good point to make earlier. Uh, for people who, who seem to understand it better as they get older would have been Uriah Faber. Who seems he has like yeah. a kind of yeah. like it's, a second wind, you know, that yeah. kind of psychological second wind when it comes uh, to fighting. Also, yeah, this one's going to be a little tougher, I think, Peter Yan. But it's I, I you know fight. what, Uriah, look, Uriah always did great, except for that guy at the top. That guy at the top, you know, that's it. So he got stuck in that thing. But I'm, I, I'm going to say he's a hard out for any. I don't care how old he is, you know what I mean, for any of these up and coming guys. The guy at the top, and I'm going to say the first time he loses to anybody but that. Like a, a win. Well, I guess he lost to Jimmy Rivera that time. Like a contender yeah. instead of a the top echelon. Yeah, I mean, but he's he's, he's, he's a tough guys. out. Yeah, he's one of the better guys that does never held a UFC title, right? Because right. he was the WEC champ. Yeah, his fights with Cruz were always close, you know. Yeah, right. and he had great fights. I mean, he 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 fought that one fight. With, with a broken hand for like five rounds with Mike Brown. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. Great fight. Yeah. Uriah Faber's had great fights, and now I think he's 40, and uh, man, he looked good in that fight. You know, that guy's been uh, training his whole life. He keeps pretty clean. He looked in good shape. You know, uh, he, he looked good in that fight. I was a little hesitant about it, but he looked great in that last fight. And uh, I think sometimes, you know, people put too much emphasis on age. I don't, yeah. think, I don't think it's the age. I think it's what you're doing with the age, how you're approaching your wear and tear how you're managing your injuries absolutely and I, I think people don't understand that when you like a 40 year old that has been training their whole life is very different than a 40 year old that's been you know right like they, I, that's I wanna, why and i want to add training smart yeah right you know what i mean that really uh 
And I think as years go on, I think the guys that are like 25 now, when they're 40, they're going to be in way better shape. Yeah. You know, the guys that know how to. They're, oh, absolutely. They're consistent. You could see them, they're rehabbing, you know, they're, you know, even doing the rehab exercise if they're not hurt, just as an injury prevention. There's a lot of guys in here, if you could watch them, they, they do things really, really right. And it's. I think that's going to pay dividends when they get older. You didn't do that shit twenty years ago. No. no when I almost, first started, it was just like train. That's it. Yeah, and it was almost a badge of honor to train without warming up. Like it mm -hmm. was just, well, you're not going to warm up in a straight fight. What do you? Yeah. All right. right. You know, but you know, the whole class. There's probably one guy in the class had a street fight. Like, you know, <laughs> right. It's like, you know, one guy's like fifty. How many more street fights is that guy getting? in? you got to warm up. You got. I really wish I would have stretched more. I think it, it that hurt me a little bit. You know, but. Did you start with Jeet Kune Do, Ray? What did you start? Kickboxing? That's right, like a Kung Fu system. Yeah. yeah so, so, and then there, it's just like, yeah, you're thinking about the street. You're like, yeah, was, well, with that, it was Jeet a little Kune different, Do but the JKD come? was definitely When did that come it. out to the, the East, Jeet Kune Do? I'm going to say, I mean, I started in 84. Wow. Was that with Paul Vunak? Yeah, that was yeah. with Vunak, so. Because they were in the East Coast, right? Cause he I was coming out, Ralph yeah. Mitchell. Yeah, Ralph was going to those two, yeah. Yeah. So, good. I mean, that was uh, that was, was a new thing. And it, well, I'm going to say 84, but California was probably going on, you know, since the mid-70s. Right, right. He started it out there? Yeah, they all. that's where yeah. it started. Yeah, because Bruce Lee Bruce trained in California. There, right? yeah. And then in the 80s, it came here. Similar to, I guess, how jiu-jitsu went. But, but what, happened with the, the yeah, what happened with the JKD guys, too, out there was that everybody wanted to learn Jeet Kune Do. So you had like Thai champions coming over. You had Savant guys. So huh. Dan was accumulating all this knowledge mm. and blend, you know, following right. Bruce's lead about blending everything. So he, he had the best of the best he was looking at. And then they would, when they would bring that stuff out, you know, cause there's no internet yet. There's nothing. So when they would do a seminar, it was like a big deal. Cause you weren't, there was no YouTube. You weren't seeing anything. And then you were like, wow, you know, put it, it's hard to imagine, but I'm going to say in 84, at least for over here, nobody even knew what a tie pad was. Mm -hmm. Like, that wow. was a new way of training. You know what I mean? Like, wow, tie pad. They were you, they probably but with 20 pounds each. You know, they, <laughs> oh. it wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, those yeah, old tie thick, pads yeah. were just to hold them. But uh, it, everything progressed. So back then, everything was so new that it was was awesome, you know? And, and they got to see the best of the best, whatever the art was, you know? I mean, there was no Thai boxing around here in 84. It's a little before my time. Right? Yeah, I'm just saying, it was crazy, you know. So to see that, and to, they would bring over, I know Bustillo would bring over this guy, uh, I think it was called the Remark, uh, Nanfa was his name, Nanfa something, I can't even pronounce his last name. But the guy was a, it was a Thai champion in both stadiums, Ram, Ramabajin and what's uh, the Lumpenai? other stadium? Lumpini, yeah, Lum, yeah, Lumpini. Wow. And at the same time, the guy was 175 and five. I mean, it's crazy. Wow! So that was In a Thailand, total. They fight every like that was Whoa. just seeing that guy move and clinch. It was crazy. Like it was new to everybody. So, you know, it was they they did a great job for it. And then you know, I think uh, people started going wow, They liked the Thai aspect of that, so they wanted to see really just Thai boxing. Forget about like the trapping and the sticks. So yeah, it was everybody was. They had a great mentality. If this is what you think you're good at, you could pursue this. If, you know, That's it, great. Was you that get, your first your, your first martial art also? Actually, animal? yeah. The first time I ever trained was with Ralph Mitchell at the Jeet yeah. Kune Do School. Wow. So that was my and first Ralph start. was a real talented guy. Very talented. Great fighter. I mean, yeah. he was doing MMA. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were fighting in the fucking uh, stage in Chinatown. Yeah. You know, like the at Well, the you theater. see, like, that, that's, there's the argument with for MMA starting that, that Jeet Kune Do. 
right? Isn't that when you when you read the the Tao Jeet Kune Do? Yeah, yeah, everything. Argument for MMA, MMA. Yeah. Oh, without it, it's an argument for MMA. He's like, even, you do it. I mean, I don't want to get. Pictures. I don't want to get crazy, but even if you look at Enter the Drag and the guy's kickboxing, he ends up submitting the guy. Yeah, I mean, crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's really. He was. He with Gene I mean, yeah, he was so far ahead of his time; it was mm -hmm. insane. Like, so I mean, just to have that vision, because again, I was back there. Everybody was closed-minded. Like you couldn't. Like I'm, I'm telling you, hitting the heavy bag as a martial arts guy was crazy. Wow. But you know, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody was just doing katas and not hitting anything. You know, that was, I was doing in 84 katas. Yeah. That's so, what I'm saying. Were you? I, I, I was, a, well, you did, you did karate. Yes, I did, Steve? uh, Taekwondo at Toki Hill center of champions. Yeah, that, that was show to kind of, I know Tokyo yeah, is a little <laughs> different yeah. in Port Washington, yeah, in, yeah, the, yeah. in the mean streets of Port Washington. <laughs> yeah. Yo, there's a little hood in Port Washington down by the, where is this? Like a dock area there. I remember going through and being like, is this the hood? It would be the hood for Port Washington. The sure. hood for Port Washington. No, not to sure, me. I mean, right. but for Port Washington. Definitely not yeah. to you. But well, we had a couple of shady guys at the old yeah, podcast yeah, at the place. Yeah, at the old place there, that the yeah. bodega next door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that? The, those what guys was your, were like on crystal meth. Though, they right? were something, yeah. Yeah, what the fuck? What was, I remember rolling What up was your first martial art, Um, Jiu-Jitsu. Jiu-Jitsu or Japanese well, Jiu-Jitsu? Just regular Brazilian. Like, Brazilian I, yeah, I just started training like four years ago. So. Yeah, she's oh, so like, oh, Diana, yeah. You're in the model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely in the model. You're young. Yeah. Oh, we got we got a couple of generations here. You know, one, two. Yeah. Man, we got all the generations here. That's yeah. that's pretty cool. <laughs> no, it's, I, I find it fa I find I'm it fascinating the MMA history. I'm getting to find announcements because we we're over now. That's yeah, crazy. Oh man, we can bullshit all day. Maybe maybe it was <laughs> Diana. Maybe Diana it was brought a good 100%. energy. One hundred percent. Can we attribute to Diana subdued a mammal at all tonight? You think? I feel like yes. I feel like that she subdued <laughs> him a little bit. That well, it would have been worse, but was, based on what the conversations were like before the show started. Because uh, yeah, Steve, all I know is I all I've looked at was the back of his head because he can't take his eyes off of Diana. He He's just looking. Wait, are they fucking look at you? I, How I much do I have to look? I look at you all the time. Listen, you enough. can acknowledge me a little bit. I, I mean, you, have, you want me to take a picture of the back of your head and show it to you? <laughs> So you see what I'm looking at for two no, hours? It doesn't look pretty, I'll tell you yeah, that. Exactly. Oh, and plus, shit. you're blocking Diana from my view. Oh, my view. Yeah. Right, I was doing that as a favor to you. I don't want you to get, I don't want you to get a heart attack. Oh, okay. You know, I'm trying to Thank calm you. me down. Anyone who goes and looks at Diana's Instagram will know what I'm talking about. Whoa. Oh, I feel man. attacked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I try to keep it, you know, PG-13. It is PG, you know. <laughs> You're but, not, uh, no, your your Instagram is very mild as far as that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I'm not, I wasn't uh, fight announcements. Fight announcements. <laughs> Let's get to that. <laughs> Our buddy, blonde fighter, Caitlin Shakagian, mm. finally getting that title fight <laughs> against Bullet Valentina, flyweight title, UFC 247. I think it's going to be in Houston, Texas. What a great opportunity! I mean, I'll tell you, you what, listen. Steve? What a great opportunity. Steve, I, we've had a lot of success in Houston, Texas, and I hope it rubs off on uh, Caitlin. But, uh, Me too. If anyone, if anyone has the code to win that fight, it's it's Caitlin. Yeah. I mean, she trains her ass off. She deserves it. Yes. And uh, I think she's going to rise to the occasion. And I, listen, like I told uh, Tony Ricci, I wouldn't be where I am if I believed anything wasn't possible. You know, so I believe she could her do it. Her mindset's there. She, yeah. she has the techniques. And, and what I really loved about about where her mind is, is the subtle things and, and not so subtle things sometimes she'd say, where it's like, hey, listen, I want this fight. She's been saying it for a while. I want this fight, and if you don't want to give it to me, 
keep giving me people I'll beat till you give me this fight. Yeah. And that's, she did which that. Which is pretty big, man. That's yeah. badass. That's in, bad. in, a, in a fight Instead game that people out. are being very selective. Everyone mm -hmm. talks shit about who wants to be the bad motherfucker. Right, right. But I still see like Marab sitting and waiting for fights. I still yeah. see these guys. Everyone wants to be the bad motherfucker, but nobody wants to take those chances. And here you have Caitlyn saying, hey, I deserve that title shot. If you don't feel it yet, give me whoever. I'm going to beat them. And she did. And she has this title fight. And she, she uh, if anyone could win this fight it's going to be caitlin now right. you know i'm the biggest valentina fan in the world probably but so, so i will you, say this you're gonna I root, like are you no, gonna no, no, root no. for valentina of course not caitlin trains uh i see her at henzo's she trains here at richie i always back my team 100 fucking percent so if anyone that can is 100 percent true 100 percent true but, even but in, i would in, like to hook him up to a lie detector test just to make sure <laughs> that he's not those shits don't work you know no. how unreliable a polygraph is you know i have a degree in forensic psychology you know how easy those shits would have beat <laughs> So fucking easy to beat the polygraph. Yeah, I know. That shit I, is I, disgusting. I don't even trust that. It's so stupid. It's so, so easy um, to lie sometimes. What? I'm just, it's the truth. If you fucking take a class on psychology <laughs> and criminal psychology, you learn why the polygraph is inadmissible in court. Uh, so. <laughs> then why so, do they still use it though? To make you fucking crack. They want you to. So what the, what the polygraph is, is an interrogation tool. Device. I know, but why not just waterboard the guy? It looks unpalatable to American society. So you put him in a polygraph, you put pressure on him. Oh, are you sure? What about the and and whatever? That's not the point. What I'm trying to say here is that Caitlyn has, in my opinion, the best shot to defeat Valentina. She can use her range. If she fights the perfect fight, she's gonna win a five round decision. And that's how I see it going. Wow, you heard it here, folks. Yeah, wow. I'm gonna wow. fuck it. I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna pick it. I'm gonna even you're though gonna, you're you know, gonna fuck it. I don't. I don't train with Valentina, so it's not you the same kind of emotional first. support. <laughs> as I do here first. Hey, listen. Even no, I, I, and I wonder if she'll be uh, allowed to go back to Henzo's at all. I would imagine not. Oh, Valentina's yeah. been training at Henzo's to help uh, Halle Berry for she her. She has, but she's not training at Henzo's. She's been there helping Halle Berry train for something. She, she I haven't seen be, her on the mat. She could be snooping around though. Let me tell you something. What the fuck are you going to snoop? You know how Caitlyn fights. Just watch her fights. You know how Valentina fights. Watch her fights. There's nothing you have to snoop. That's like I seen uh, John Bones Jones was saying Dominic Reyes is sending spies into camp. Bro, you fought enough that people can see how you fight. There's no fucking spying. It's not, you know, 1980 where we had no tape. He gets very worked he's up. He's wound up, man. He gets very worked up. And you he. mentioned John Jones versus Dominic Reyes. That's another fight announcement, of course. That main event set for February 8th. Um... Uh, oh boy! Holy crow! Now he's snorting yeah, into the phone. He oh, gets, no, because that fight gets me excited. So no, because Steve, he gets, gets he excited. gets he's really he gets very Logan Paul wound up a lot. Really it's does. crazy. Who the fuck's Logan Paul? <laughs> <laughs> he really does. I think we got a that guy's off my mind now. I'm on a different subject. Now he hyped you up. This is why you're in this state right now. No, it's because I'm fucking sober. Okay. You know, I'm trying to keep sober over here, right? I'm trying to keep focused. Ray, real you told quick. me I got to fucking spar. Uh, on Saturday, that's a tough. That the Lemmy's no easy fucking. Spot. No, no, that's, definitely that's not. not. But I, three I men rounds. Three threes. Three threes. I watched the Lemmy and then which is good. Have the cardio for that. Yeah. Let me look good. I watched. No, the Lemmy's on fire. I'm saying the kid he's is looking I great. Him, you know, yeah, I him before, man. not in, when he's not in fight shape. So I'm like, okay, you got it. That's a task. So uh, you know, real quick, be Ray, I would love yeah. your opinion. Uh, everyone talking about the, the the punching power and fluidity of Deontay Wilder. Yeah. I mean, I think he just proved it, man. I mean, like, again, like, uh, to be able to develop short power is one thing, right? But he's, 
when you're that long and you get caught at the end of that punch and he's got great body mechanics, I mean, and that other guy could take a punch. I mean, he just flattened him. That was, that was pretty impressive. I mean, that shot just sent all the yeah. sweat off his head. It was like... <laughs> I didn't watch it, actually. Oh, you guys I just watch and see that yeah. shot. And Luis Ortiz is really good. What do you think? They say Luis Ortiz is lying about his age, that he's older than 40. Eh, most of those Cuban guys. The Cubans don't even on. know their age, right? Yeah. They're like, they fudge all their shit, don't they? That's what a lot of guys say. I don't know. But this is what they say. People say that the Cuban teams, they don't know like their actual ages. They fudge I mean, them. listen, I'd answer that question, but since I'm married to a Cuban, right. I, don't think I, I don't think that's going to work out that good for me. But uh, You think she fudged her age? So, I th- <laughs> That was the one. I like from animal. <laughs> Folks, please give us a five-star rating wherever you listen. And, of course, you could reach Ray Longo at Ray Longo MMA. You could also hear him on the Anakin Florian podcast. Uh, every Monday, they do the Ray Longo Minute, which is always longer than a minute. Uh, they usually have a great conversation with them and Raising are able to cull out some 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 comedy from Ray. So if you could hear that on the Anakin Florian podcast on occasion, you could also hear him on UFC unfiltered. Uh, that's Jim and Matt Sarah's show. Uh, sometimes he's allowed on. That's there. really the Always best. The when Ray's on unfiltered, Always it's the, the best. best. That is that's the best. The ba- Seriously. That's, yeah, I'm never going back there again. <laughs> he says that. <laughs> that's what you say every Why? time. He every time. He's like in an abusive relationship. He's like, I'm never going back. But All right, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. It's, it's so funny every time. Animal, where could they reach you, brother? Guys, you can reach me at Manimal John on Twitter, uh, at John the Manimal Beneducci on Instagram, and then make sure to follow me on my YouTube. I'm looking to get more into that, uh, and shit's going to be lit. And then hopefully I got some uh, something coming up soon, maybe next year. We'll get something for 2020. Let's yeah, go, BJ let's Penn. Go. Let's go, Bellator. Bell- Yo, come on. I know we let's got go Bellator. Roger I, know, I know we got some Bellator people listening to the podcast, so... Uh, Let's get me some good fights in there. I'll fucking pack the house. You bring me, you let's you go. Let's 100%. do the Barkley Center in Brooklyn. We'll promote let's it. Fucking pack we the house. will get you ready and, and you can do it. I call the fucking shots. Let's go. There you go, man. Put it out there. And Put Diana. It out there. You, how is the universe going to give you what you want if you don't I, tell it what, what you want? 100%. I agree with you. 100%. 100%. Diana, it's always so great to, to, to speak with you. It is great to have you on. And people can follow you at. Diana underscore K underscore guys, thank you so much for having me. This, well, this is was fun. Really fun. I want to do this again. I like the balance. She brings some balance. Yeah, I, I don't know. To I, me, anyway. I I think that this show went really fast, and I enjoyed it yeah. a lot, definitely. And of course, you're always welcome on the show. And I'm Steve Maraboli, pretty findable fella. Please check out onit.com slash MMA Beyond. That's onit.com slash MMA Beyond. You're listening to MMA and beyond. (laughs) (laughs) I said it too many times. Is this MMA and beyond? (laughs) See you later. He rattled you. He got it. It It was Manimal's head. Everyone's looking at Manimal's head. Catch you next time, folks.